four down, 361 to go. This is at a theater near me. My name is Chris, and this is the podcast where I go to the movie theaters every single day for an entire year. Uh, we're going to be talking about the movies Eternal, the Marvel film, as well as House of Gucci uh, in a bit. Also going to talk about the AMC Stubbs program. That's their uh, kind of premium card. I went to two a- AMC films, both at the same theater in Danvers. Talk about that experience, as well as two potential major uh, hiccups or problems that could uh, hurt my little journey here. Uh, before we do, though, I want to talk about two tours. Uh, I've been working with two tours on my other podcast, Quantum Week, and they joined me over here at, at a theater, and two tours is the best. Uh, Nick and Grant were our best friends. They were stationed in Colorado. They, uh, they met there. They ended up doing two tours in Afghanistan together, came back home, started a cannabis farm, and now has some of the best products you are going to find there, Delta 8 products. And I cannot say enough good things about about these guys. The fun thing about doing two tours reads uh, is that I've used their products now for a year and a half now, and they're genuinely great. Uh, Their gummies are fantastic. I have in my hand the Dragon Fruit. This is their newest gummies, and these are the best tasting gummies I've ever had. Delta 8 dragon fruit gummies, and they do the trick. They definitely take the anxiety off, the edge off. For me, I use, whether it be the gummies or their tincture, I use that to help me get to sleep. I have, I have terrible insomnia. So uh, sometimes having these gummies in my back pocket has been a lifesaver on, uh, now we're talking dozens and dozens of times. Uh, I cannot say enough good things about tutorials. So I told tutorials I was doing this project. They, they jumped on board. Couldn't be more excited to have them. Uh, and I'm like, can, can, you, can we do something special for people that listen to the show uh, that might kind of separate us? Or, and they went above and beyond. They are giving 20% off and free shipping if you use the promo code MOVIES. So you can go to their website. Uh, and they have some amazing stuff. They have chocolate bars. They have tincture, like I mentioned, gummies. They have these moon rocks. They have these like fruity pebbles. Uh, I've never had either of those things. The fruity pebbles thing sounds fantastic. Uh, they have, I know they have vaping options. They have a whole bunch of stuff. Go to tutors.com. They have some great stuff here. They have, they also have the wax. If you're into that, um, like I said, free shipping, 20% off. It comes right to your house. It doesn't get any easier than that. They actually sponsored this entire episode today. So we'll talk a bit more about them in a bit as well. Uh, but you can, uh, I said promo code movies and that's tutors.com. And I said, we'll be talking more about them as the show goes on. But before we go any further here, let's talk about two know, major issues that have come up. A little taking care of business, if you will, at the top of the show here. So the first issue is um, there's some snow in the forecast. So I do live in New Hampshire. Um, it's looks like on Friday, there's a potential of a pretty decent sized storm. Um, so it looks like it could go out to sea, which would be great. Or it could really pack a wallop for like a good chunk of the day on Friday. Like all not this isn't like the kind of storm where, oh, it's going to happen, you know, middle of the night and you know, you wake up and yeah, the morning is kind of a clusterfuck, but by, you know, two o'clock, everything's back to normal. This seems like it's going to hit right in the good middle chunk of the day, early evening, which is going to completely fuck up my plans. So I originally was going to go see uh, the movie, Come On, Come On, Joaquin Phoenix um, at the Portsmouth Music Hall. So the good news is that's pretty close to me. It's only about a 20, 25 minute drive. Uh, I can, I, the Music Hall is also showing that same movie at 7 p.m. So I feel, I feel we have a pretty good window there. The reason I'm a little stressed out about it is Come On, Come On isn't playing a ton of other places. I was really excited for the opportunity to see this movie. It's A, it's a movie I want to see. And B, it's a movie that's not playing a lot of places. And then C, it's really close by. So I'm like, oh, this is a this is the 
easiest pick I, I could make that entire week. I think of that seven day period. This was like one of the first ones I put on my calendar. It was, it was such a slam dunk. And now with the snow, um, I'm just nervous. I mean, I, you know, worst case scenario, I do have a couple of theaters that are a little bit closer. I could go see, you know, like a Spider-Man or something like that. Uh, but I'd rather save those like we've talked about in the last episode. I really want to see this movie there. Uh, so I'm going to keep my eye on that. Uh, you know, we'll have another episode that's going to drop Friday morning. So we can talk a bit more about that then. Um, but that's definitely a concern uh, is this snowstorm that's coming. So I'll be uh, keeping an eye on that, obviously, uh, and seeing uh, maybe what other arrangements I might need to make. The other issue is a bit more of like a longer range issue. There's a movie called Morbius that stars Jared Leto. And uh, this movie itself has been now pushed back seven different times. This seems like kind of like a low rent Marvel movie. I know it's from it's on the Sony side of things. I don't know if it's a I, I, Sony and Marvel, this really weird relationship where they're doing the Spider-Man movies together. But then you have things like Venom that come out. And I think it's more Sony than Marvel. I, I don't I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big Marvel guy, as you'll hear in a bit when I talk about Eternals. But uh, this Morbius movie, which I could honestly give two shits about, uh, but still obviously want to see for the project, now got pushed to April. So the reason it got pushed was because of COVID issues. They're afraid it's going to come out and tank. Um, this is concerning. So this means that in the month of January, you're only going to have three movies get wide released. That 355, it's like a lady spy movie that's getting released on Friday. Uh, the Scream it's like basically Scream 4. It's, I think it's titled Scream. And then one more. I'm sorry. I'm not remembering. Uh, so those are the three movies that are getting wide releases in January. That's it. That is wild. I mean, January usually isn't a movie. Is always the, the weakest month when it comes to releases. Because you figure uh, Christmas, you had, like even this year at Christmas, I think you had four to six movies get wide releases in that week. Um, so you know, you always have like kind of that influx of movies trying to um, get in before the Oscar cutoff. The Oscar cutoff is uh, the calendar year. So they all want to get in before the end of the Oscars. And they also want to maximize when people are on vacation during Christmas break. So you always have a very low total when it comes to January releases. That's expected. But never do you see three. I mean, Christ. I mean, you look at almost any other non-COVID year, you're going to have three movies released Martin Luther King Day weekend, or even the last weekend of January alone. Now, they might be three shitty movies that studios are just dumping on audiences that have nothing else to do, but you're still getting three movies in a week. You're never going to see three movies in a month. So that's not great. So I, I've been kind of reading up on this as much as I can frantically, and it sounds like there's a rumor going around that they might start releasing some old movies again. Remember, um, I don't know if you remember this, but during like COVID when it first kind of was rearing its head after the initial shutdown and things were kind of starting to open up again. You saw that movie Hocus Pocus, the Bette Midler, Sarah, um, Jessica Parker, Kathy and Jimmy movie uh, that got back into theaters. Uh, I, I'm sure it was around Halloween time. I, I, or else why would they do that? But um, that got like decent box office numbers. So I think there's a chance you might start seeing movies release older movies in, 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 theaters. I mean, you look at it this way, you know, if you're AMC, the, you know, the one I went to this Liberty tree mall, uh, thing in, uh, in Danvers. Uh, so, you know, they have 20 screens, you know, they got to play some, you know, I, I know back in the eighties, you would see movies stay in the movie theaters for sometimes six months. If it was a big hit, I mean, you even saw it in the eighties with uh, like Batman, like Michael Keaton, Batman, you'd see that in the movie theaters for, I mean, Christ, it came out June 23rd. I was still in the theaters like in October. 
Like you'd see movies just stay in forever. Uh, E.T. was in theaters for over a year, I believe. So, you know, back then you see that more. Nowadays, it isn't so much the case, you know, between, uh, you know, the advent of obviously VHS rentals to DVDs and now streaming, the process from movie theater to home, as you know, we're seeing in real time, just keeps shortening. I mean, now I'm seeing that movie in Canto, I think on Saturday, like that's already streaming. Um, like that already had its window. So, I mean, you know, the, the window keeps shortening and shortening, but I wonder if they're not going to release movies, if the window actually might widen a little bit again, which would be bad for me, be bad for this, this project. It's like, you know, I'm going, like I just went and saw house of Gucci and Eternals this, this week. Cause I'm like, all right, it's at the end of its run. But what if it's not? <laughs> what if that is now going to be in theaters for another month? And it's basically like being a placeholder, but that means it's like one less, you know, one option I've already kind of fulfilled that now is gone to me. So that's troubling. Um, so hasn't been, I guess, a great, you know, two days as far as the project's concerned with the snow, which is, you know, that's going to happen in New Hampshire. I got to kind of deal with that and ride it. But also the, the Morbius thing is, is uh, troubling. Um, so obviously things we'll keep an eye on for sure. Um, I wanted to talk about the AMC experience. So I mentioned I went to this AMC, uh, the Liberty Tree Mall in Danvers, Massachusetts. I went actually for both movies. I saw Eternals there and I saw House of Gucci there. There is an AMC Methuen that's closer to me. I think there's also an AMC, AMC Tingsboro, excuse me, that's also closer to me. I've never been to either of those theaters, but those theaters, for whatever reason, haven't had the wide variety of some of these late run movies as the one in Danvers has. So that's why I went there. I think I'm going to the Danvers one next week as well, or at least I currently have it penciled into my schedule. Um, so, uh, with the mall experience there, so this mall is not doing well. I think that's obviously a common trend. Uh, but the, this theater is like in the smack middle of the mall. Like you got to walk through a good chunk of the mall to get to the theater. This isn't the kind of, like I mentioned kind of the one in Salem, uh, which is more of a plaza, but you can access that from the street. Uh, you know, other, the one I mentioned, of course, at Regal Concord, our first episode, that was actually a whole different building than the mall. But this one, you had to like walk through this kind of, kind of death mall to get to the, where you where you want to, with this like giant lobby, the lobby's huge. Meanwhile, uh, I don't know if I've seen too many lobbies that big in like a free stand in like a mall, like in the middle of a mall, uh, the lobby's gi ginormous. Um, and it was kind of honestly like the, the, that experience is, is lousy. Like, and it's not just the mall's fault. Like AMC just like, doesn't seem to give a shit about this theater. Maybe they don't give a shit about a lot of the theaters. Oh, well, obviously it's kind of see that as it goes, I guess. Um, you know, you go in the bathroom and don't worry, this won't be another bathroom st a stink story, but you go in the bathroom and like two of the sinks just have like, um, like trash bags over them. It's like, ah, you know, we don't, you know, like obviously there's something wrong with the plumbing or something there, but they don't even bother to fix it. Just throw some like, you know, hefty bags over it. And like, you could tell at one time this, obviously the amount of square footage they have there. And you can tell this by kind of like the design. There was at one point, someone did care about this a great deal. Obviously the economy of the movie theater business is in dire straits. I'm sure I'm going to keep running into this problem more and more and more of these theaters I go to where uh, you're going to see more theaters that just are either forgotten or just don't, people just don't give a shit about anymore. I mean, the workers there were doing their best, but there just wasn't like the warmth you got for like cinema Salem. That's, you're just not going to find an AMC. I mean, that's obviously that's, that's, you know, that's, that's America. That's like, you know, the difference between the main street and corporate, that's nothing new there. Uh, but just the, it was just that coldness or just like that apathetic issue. You know, the other thing too, is just, there's no, 
there's no personality. So I went and I got the tickets on this, on this Stubbs A list thing. I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit, but like, you know, there's no way to actually, it's funny. It's called Stubbs, but you don't actually get a paper stub. You just kind of show your phone to the usher and they kind of just uh, run that crazy, uh, you know, UPC barcode, whatever it is. QR's code scanner thing. You can tell I'm really good with technology. And they run that over the, the your phone and then you're off and running. I like getting a stub. I'm in my forties. I'm old. I get it. But I, I do enjoy getting a stub. It's a, it's a little souvenir and I, I don't know. I enjoy it. I, I like getting stubs that show the movies I've gotten to. Uh, and the fact that it's called stubs, I think you'd hope you'd get one, but you don't, um, uh, even Regal gives you a stub, uh, AMC didn't. Um, you know, you go in the theater though. It is nice enough. They have the reclining chairs. Um, and you know, it's nice where the one nice thing about those reclining chair theaters is it means there's less people and there's less people like around you. So there's less noise. So those are all positive things for sure. So, you know, I know Regal, the one at Regal in Newington has that the Regal in Concord does not. Um, so, you know, obviously I'm sure there's some AMCs that don't have that, but at least this AMC was renovated where they have those new fancy chairs. Uh, and the sound and, um, screen quality were fantastic. So the actual theater going experience, I cannot criticize at all. AMC did night. And that's the most important thing, obviously, but just, you know, even when I went and got the concessions, you go there and there's like a large screen there and you got to press, you know, this button to kind of, and, and in some ways that's better because you don't need to look at the menu and place your order, I guess. But in a lot of ways, I don't know. It's just not as personal. I'll talk more about concessions. I think next week or sorry, next episode, excuse me on Thursday, uh, some of the do it yourself popcorn stuff. I'm just not a fan of, uh, and, and we can kind of talk more about that, but just the concession experience there was obviously impersonal because you're just kind of punching it into a screen. And then they, it's, you know, it's like you're at a deli counter and they let you know when your order's ready and you go and you pick it up and you're on your way. Um, but like I said, the screen itself and the actual, once you're in the theater, it, it was, it was great. And it was just kind of everything else walking through this depressing mall, being in this depressing giant lobby. Eh, just, just wasn't great. Uh, AMC Stubbs Insider. So this is the, the, um, the card I have that's similar to the Regal Unlimited. One major difference between AMC and Regal is AMC is only three movies a week. Um, so the cost is roughly the same. Um, each are around a little over 20 bucks a pop. So you're looking at like 20 to 25. Each of them are ranked or priced, excuse me, based on, I don't know if it's theater quality or what, but there's basically three tiers of theaters. There's like, I guess, theater A's, which are like, I don't know if they're shitty theaters or more remote areas. I don't know. Theater B's, which are that's pretty much the constant. This, uh, I think this theater might've been a theater B. I know Regal Conquer was like a theater B. And then this theater C's, which I, I don't know if they're just really high end or what, uh, but if you wanna get like kind of super, super, super access, uh, that would give you access to theaters A's, B's and C's, you're obviously paying the most. If you only want access to theaters, you know, theater C's and you're, then you're fine. Uh, you gotta you pay a lower price, excuse me. Uh, so, you know, you're looking at around 20 to $25. The one major difference between the two, besides one can off AMC gives you three movies a week and Regal gives you unlimited is well, two, I guess one, the AMC app is much better. It's much easier to use. It's much more, it's much cleaner. Uh, and you are able to reserve movies without paying an additional fee. So I'm able to go into the, for instance, with the Eternals, I was able to pick the time I wanted. I could pick the seat that I wanted. And then I knew that seat in that theater were waiting for me and I didn't have to worry about paying an extra dollar. 
Now, a dollar, not a big deal, you know, that convenience charge. But I mean, for the sake of this project, it adds up. Uh, like I said, you know, expenses, we're trying to stay under 10,000 for the year. And also just like the ease of use, like it's just, it's, it's like I said, such a cleaner, uh, much easier way to kind of th the way it's all laid out. Uh, I just enjoyed using that app a lot more. It doesn't mean I would use Regal more than AMC or vice versa. Um, I don't honestly, even doing this project, I don't really see how I would go to more than three movies in a particular major theater a week. Like, I think three is probably enough. Like I, 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 I mean, obviously I'm going to have to go to movie theaters like cinema Salem or some, like, or like the Brattle theater. I'm going there uh, later this week or just other theaters in general to fulfill what I'm trying to do here. Um, uh, but even so I'm not going to go to AMC. I don't think four times a week or go to Regal four times a week. I, I, maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, so far I'm going to AMC twice this week. I think I'm only going once next week. I'm going, I went to Regal once last week. I don't even know if I'm going next week. So, uh, I, I think three is enough for, for honestly, for my experience, the AMC one is better than Regal, but we'll see both also offer 10% off of concessions. And then you, uh, both also have that program where you, for every dollar you spend, you get so many points. And then if you get so many points, you get things like free popcorn or free tickets or free sodas, things like that. Uh, let's talk more about free things because you're getting 20% off free with two tours. Uh, two tours, uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, they are one of the, if not the best sponsor I've ever worked with. Uh, you cannot ask for better guys and they have amazing products. I mentioned this this dragon fruit gummies. These are amazing. 10 milligram gummies. You get 10 in your package here. They're dragon fruit. They taste fantastic. Uh, they do the trick for me. Everyone obviously has different experiences. I have one and I feel after like an hour, I'm feeling really like I have that like warm feeling in my belly, especially if it's like late at night. I'm like, I'm all amped up. I'm having a hard time sleeping. I have one gummy and it's like, all right, I'm starting to get more relaxed. If I want to like have kind of that really that Delta eight experience and have, have some fun. I'm not maybe looking to go to sleep. I might have three and then maybe then I, I know I'm, I'm kind of enjoying a different experience, but it's nice where I have one. It's like, all right, it's time for bed. I, I mostly use it for the time for bed, but every once in a while, if you know, staying home on a Saturday or Friday night, you know, maybe I already saw my, my movie was a matinee. I have a few extra gummies. Uh, but another nice thing is that tincture. Uh, I've used that a ton. I know, uh, Matt and my other podcast, he's, he loves the sugar. Uh, he's used that as well as the solve. So there's a number, they have so many different products here. Uh, they are doing some really interesting stuff as well. They are working with, let me see here. It's Tennessee state university. I want to make sure I got that right. They work with Tennessee state university and they are working on different, I don't know, use the right terminology or excuse me, like the best, like combination. I mean, they're working with science here. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, I know nothing about science. These guys do, uh, they are, working with infrastructure, research, application, all these things you need to uh, get the best possible cannabis, the best possible Delta eight, you know, working with, with colleges on science, all these things that I don't understand. All I know is the products are amazing. An idiot like me can have them. They taste great. It helps me relax, helps me get to sleep, takes the edge off, makes me happy. Go to tutors.com. Promo code is easy. It's movies. Promo code is movies. You're saving 20% off and it's free shipping. It gets delivered right to your house. You can't beat it. You need to give the house 20% off free shipping promo code movies. Okay. So let's talk about the movies I did see uh, on this trip here. Uh, the last couple of days here, uh, saw Eternals. So Eternals is, is a Marvel movie that really is not very Marvel in a lot of ways. I wonder if a lot of people, and I'm sure uh, the real Marvel fanboys and fangirls out there have seen this. I'm kind of curious to hear your reaction. 
I imagine they would be pretty disappointed. Um, this has this has some strands of whether it be the story it, the Stephen King story, it is a much better story, or you have some a lot of like Rogue One um, from Star Wars, which is a better movie than this as well. Uh, but this feels kind of like that, where it's like it's in the universe. Uh, you know, Rogue One is in the universe of Star Wars. Uh, Eternals is in the universe of Marvels, but they're kind of just like adjacent. Um, so what I mean by that is like, you, you, for instance, you don't really, I don't think we saw any other superheroes in this movie at all besides the Eternals people. So, you know, they would mention things like Thanos, like offhand or other, you know, kind of like the, the fact that the Marvel universe exists. But other than that, this completely stands alone, which I kind of liked. Uh, I'm going to end up giving this movie a, a C minus, I guess. Um, it's not terrible. Uh, it's, it's, the themes are interesting, but I think because it's a Marvel movie to some extent, they don't never get too deep into the themes. For instance, one theme is about a, one of the heroes is suffering from senility. She's going senile. And it's a really interesting premise, but they just kind of talk about it on the, on just the very base level of it and never really do any real digging there. Um, just the premise, the premise is basically these, these people were sent uh, to earth and they live forever. Uh, they never age. They just, they kind of exist and they're on the planet for 7,000 years, uh, which is interesting. You know, what, you know, do they have favorite errors they lived in? Are they, are, are they, are they upset that certain errors are gone? Um, so some of that stuff where it becomes less, I'm more interested in the dynamics of maybe staying alive for 7,000 years and not aging than I am with some of the save the world stuff. Um, and maybe C minus is a little harsh. Maybe it's closer to a C it's in that realm for me. Um, I certainly didn't hate it, but I also didn't walk away really loving it either. Uh, the performances were fine. Uh, you had Gemma Chan, uh, she played Cersei, but it's not, she's almost the perfect Marvel actress. There's just not a lot of emotion there, but she's competent. Um, the, probably the bigger names here in the movie are, you know, it's going to be Angelina Jolie. She's probably the biggest name in the movie. Uh, and her character is good, but kind of an afterthought for a good chunk of the film. I was surprised she's even in this. Um, definitely, I, maybe they have bigger plans for her down the road, but she's not really in this very much. She's hardly a lead. Um, and then you have, uh, you know, I always mispronounce his name. I'm sorry, Kumal uh, Nanjani, who was great in The Big Sick. Here, he's kind of the comic relief. Uh, you have Brian Tyree Green, uh, who is, uh, I'm sorry, Brian Tyree Henry, excuse me, who is, who is amazing in the movie Widows. That's a movie I would heavily recommend. That kind of came and went, came out, I think in 2018. Um, Steve McQueen directed that, uh, he directed 12 Years a Slave. Uh, Widows is a much lighter movie in tone, uh, but it's really good. And I never really got the respect I thought it deserved. Uh, and he's especially great in it. And he's good in this. He's, he, he's probably the best actor of this group, uh, but he doesn't have a ton to do here. Uh, but I just thought the most interesting thing was it just, it was a Marvel movie for sure. And I went through some of the same beats as the Marvel, whether it be the corny jokes or some of the, you know, the long fight scenes or the, you know, the bright colors, some of the things you expect from a Marvel film. But other than that, it, it just didn't have any, 
I guess the positive is it never put the sequels in front of the film, which I feel has been happening with Marvel movies. Obviously, Iron Man is a legitimately really good movie. And that, because it was the first one, didn't put the sequels in front of it. We were able to just enjoy the Robert Downey Jr. experience, the Iron Man experience. It was very good. Uh, with this, uh, it's you know it, it didn't put the sequel in front of it either, but just wasn't nearly as good of a film. Chloe Zhao directed this. She directed Nomadland, which came out last year. She won Best Director last year. Uh, that's the Frances McDormand movie where she plays kind of a nomad, uh, and it is a hmm, it's an interesting movie that probably should have been a documentary. Um, it's boring at times. This movie is boring at times. I know the, the critics were making the joke. It's called Eternals. It feels like you're in there for an eternity. It's 157 minutes long. It's wildly way too long. I mean, it, it gets so long. You're just repeating some of the same beats over and over again. Uh, it's That's a huge mistake. You probably could have shaved. You easily could have shaved almost an hour off this movie. And I think we would have still got the same kind of movie. Uh, but Koei Zhao is, is starting to be a director that I'm just finding to be boring. Uh, Nomadland had a, a brilliant performance by McDormand. I, I love, I really love what she did in that movie. She never really did too much. We're here, uh, with the rest of the movie, excuse me, with Nomadland, it was just kind of a boring look at people who actually lead pretty interesting lives. And I know they had a lot of the real people, um, real nomads playing uh, you know, they didn't use actors. They used actual people living that experience. But I was kind of more interested in nuts and bolts of that experience than I was with some of the choices Zhao made with, with McDormand's journey. I I think it just, I just didn't find the movie as interesting as I maybe it could have been. And maybe that's the same thing with this movie where you had some interesting stuff here and the fact that Marvel was brave enough to get away from putting the sequels first. And I feel like they kind of missed the opportunity here. So I think I'm going to stick with my C- here for this one. Uh, House of Gucci is the other film. This movie's a pretty, a pretty wild ride. Uh, if you've seen the movie American Hustle, um, came out a few years ago with Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper, um, this is pretty similar uh, in tone. Uh, it's wildly colorful. It's You have kind of really eccentric characters. You have a lot of kind of wild overacting at times. But like at the end of the day, this movie is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to end up giving it a B plus. Uh, I enjoyed this probably more than I should have. I'm kind of shocked Ridley Scott directed it. Um, it doesn't feel like a Ridley Scott movie at all. Uh, you know, look at his, some of his best movies for me are, you know, Alien, um, The Martian. Those are, even Alien is a, is a very grounded film uh, for what it's dealing with. Uh, the Martian obviously is, is all about being this grounded film. This is wild. This is all over the place. You have some bizarre performances. Jared Leto is... Uh, I guess he's trying to be the comic relief, but he's just overacting to like an insane amount in every single scene he's in. Well, meanwhile, but then on the flip side, Lady Gaga is very good. Adam Driver is very good. I mean, they're obviously both great actors, whether Adam Driver in A Marriage Story or uh, or Gaga in A Star Is Born, uh, and they're both fantastic here. Al Pacino's really good in this. He's not crazy screaming Al Pacino. He's this movie's all over the place wild anyway. Um, this is like a, 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 this movie came out in the late eighties. You'd be like, oh, this director's on Coke. Like, I don't think really Scott's on Coke, but that's the feeling you have. And I know a lot of that is 
because that's the that's what we're supposed to be experiencing. A lot of this movie takes place in the 80s and kind of that excess and you kind of along for this ride. Uh, Jeremy Irons is in this as well, who's also who's quite good. Uh, he's much more understated. Um, it, it is a really fun ride. The problem is because it's covering such a long amount of time, uh, working at almost, a, I think it's almost like a 20 year run here before these, when we meet these characters when the movie ends. And uh, characters will change their prerogatives or change what their goals are at the drop of a hat with no real explanation. And I think a lot of that has to do because they're covering so much ground that a lot of the, the character building gets thrown away because, you know, look at even us, like look at yourself, like what goals you had for yourselves five, 10, 15, 20 years ago are very different maybe than the goals you have now. And that's true, you know, these are real people. So that's gonna be true with them as well. So when their goals, when our goals change in real life, there's probably a series of events and maturity that happens that allows us to make those changes. But with this movie, with House of Gucci, because, you know, we're, it's it's a long movie, it's 158 minutes, um, but it's not long enough to cover 20 years. So these people will just all of a sudden change their moods. Like I said, drop the hat. I don't know if stuff got edited out or if the screenplay, uh, it was written by Becky Johnston and Roberto Bentavigna. Uh, they, I don't know if they were more, if stuff got taken out. I don't know. I know Lady Gaga, I guess, ad-libbed a lot of her lines for this. Um, I, I don't know what happened here, but it did definitely feel like character development was, was not great. But if you just strap in and go for the ride with these bizarre characters and this wild story, this Gucci story is insane. I'm not a big fashion guy, uh, as you probably can tell if you've seen some pictures of the sweaters I wear. Um, so uh, it's, it, it's not a surprise that I didn't know the story at all. Uh, and I definitely enjoyed the ride and definitely enjoyed learning more about these bizarre people. Um, but I just wish that um, maybe the movie would have been better served by taking over a shorter amount of time, maybe just the last five, 10 years, as opposed to the full 20 might've been a better choice here. Um, but so far the four movies I've covered for this show, this has been the best. Um, and, and I know, uh, obviously excited, uh, to cover two more movies next, next episode. I'm going to be going to see the apartment, um, which is another Billy Wilder movie, uh, same guy that directed Sabrina. Uh, I'm seeing that uh, on, uh, you're hearing this on Wednesday. I'll be seeing it on Wednesday. And then Thursday, I'm going to be going to see The Tender Bar that is the uh, stars Ben Affleck. Uh, it's not playing a lot of theaters. So I was excited that I was able to, to find a time for that one. So the next time you hear me, we'll be covering those two movies. Hopefully the next time you hear me, we'll have an update on the snow. I also did want to talk one more time about, about two tours remind you to go to tutors.com, use the promo code movies. You're going to save 20%. You're going to get free shipping. You order stuff goes right to your door. Do that right now. Tutors.com. Go to tutors.com. Just check out some of the stuff they have. They have a wild litany of merchandise, uh, of, of products here, whether it be the tincture, the chocolate bar, the moon rock, they have all sorts of stuff. Check this out. Uh, and, uh, remember use the promo code movies, save 20% off and free shipping. Uh, if you want to check out the Instagram, I recommend that I have an Instagram set up every day. I go and I take a picture of the movie theater. I went to kind of to prove that I was there. Uh, the Instagram is at a theater. Um, and if you just type in out of theater near me or out of theater, I, I don't use Instagram a ton. It's my first time kind of using it. Uh, I just like the idea of having different pictures of the different theaters I went to. Uh, so you can go there if you want to kind of follow along each day or at least kind of see pictures of 
uh, the theaters. Hopefully they won't be too many snow covered theaters. Uh, and then also, uh, if you're interested in sponsoring this show, uh, obviously we had uh, some great sponsors with Griffin Lock and Key and now two tours. Uh, join them. You can go to, uh, you can email me at a theater at gmail.com. That's at a theater at gmail.com and uh, be happy to hopefully talk to you about sponsorship. Other than that, I will see you folks uh, in two days on Thursday, or I'm sorry, you'll be hearing this Friday morning. Uh, hopefully I won't be shoving myself out of snow. <laughs>